and welcome back to another episode of a sophisticated podcast hosted by unsophisticated people um and today we've got another special guest with us with uh 30.3 thousand followers on instagram and 362,000.7 followers on tiktok uh would you like to introduce yourself hi i'm renee um my friends call me peach and yeah (laughs) thanks for having me Oh, thank you for coming on. So uh, I have a quick question on your name. Um, you have the accent on the E, isn't it? So um, is it French or Spanish? It's French. French. Mm-hmm. Oh. So how yeah. would you pronunciate it in, uh, in the French way? Oh, in the French way with yeah. a French accent? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I had a clip of my grandma saying it. She has like the cutest, well, she had the cutest French accent, but... Oh, with this French accent, I don't know, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, much, much. They have much sexier voices than me, but um, I love French accents. But yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. So first things first, let's do our first uh, segment of the podcast, which is fun facts, and let's start off with Annie Cat. What have you got for us this week? All right. Okay, so this is quite an interesting fact. Um, I don't think many people know this, but have you guys? Do you guys know armadillos? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Armadillos, their their shells are bulletproof, so mm-hmm. it's it's oh. really hard to you know kill an armadillo. Or if you have just like armadillos around you, if there's a war, <laughs> you're gonna be saved. So that's a fun fact um, that they... I have. Yeah. Do you think they used to do that, like in prehistoric times? Like, I mean, you know? um, there's a. Uh, it says that there's one man in Texas who shot an armadillo, but the yeah. bullet ricocheted off the armadillo and he shot himself in the jaw. <gasps> yeah, so Ooh. he had to. He had to get. I mean, deserved it. He deserved it. Deserved <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was crazy. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, Sothak. Do you have any fun? Okay. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, <laughs> so, you know, Japan, Japan's like really known for his technology and just being ahead of his time. Like mm-hmm. they have like vending machines for practically everything. I think they have a vending machine for cars as well now. Um, but yeah, so when like they were designing their uh, railways, uh, so the rail workers, because it's an island, it's like a tiny island at the end of the day. Um, so a lot of turtles come by. So they built special tiny turtles. I mean, T- tunnels for turtles so that uh, nothing they don't get harmed and they can still make their way naturally um oh. yeah through 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 their route and it kind of reminds me of have you heard of aqueducts do you know what aqueducts are mm. aqueducts no 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 not aqueducts aqueduct no 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 so like no. if you go to the netherlands right you know like the motorway it kind of splits between like a national forest or splits between a mountain Okay. kind of blocks the path of like you know animals trying to cross so they have like an aqueduct is like a bridge but it's not for cars it's like it's it's made of grass and like it just allows animals to cross from one side of the road to the other side of the road without being harmed and like That's they nice. can continue migrating or whatever they're doing it's kind of like that tiny tunnel tiny turtle tunnels <laughs> That's a good <laughs> All right, um, I'll go next. And since I always give fun facts about animals, t- this week shall be no different. Um, <laughs> so humans aren't the only animals to dream. Apparently, uh, according to studies, rats also um, d- 
dream about stuff such as food, running in major, running through mazes, you know, stuff like that. And um, most mammals actually go through REM sleep, and scientists think that a um, large amount of mammals, along with rats, also dream about stuff like humans do. It's good to know. Uh, Renee, do you have any fun facts you'd like to share? Um, okay, so I know that a, this is the first one that came to mind, but I know that a cow-bison hybrid is called a beefalo. Ah, beefalo. Beefalo. Okay. <laughs> 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 I don't think, do we, like, we have, bisons are very rare here, isn't it? Like, bison I think meat. bison's and... Northern American, mostly. Yeah, it's more native to you guys. Yeah. Yeah, not across the <laughs> pond. But like the the Scottish cows are really cool here. If you've ever seen a picture of them. Oh yes, I have. I love them. I went to Scotland once, and it was the best time ever. And um, so where did he go? I was in. I'm gonna totally butcher it, but I was in Edinburgh. Yeah, Ed- Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I went there. Um, I was studying abroad in in London, and I took a train to Scotland by myself for the weekend, and it was. The best time ever. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So you're no stranger to London. No, I love it. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Yeah. So moving on to um, <laughs> moving quickly the on segment. to the next segment. Yeah. Uh, quick, quick fire round where um, yep. I think today, today, this week, uh, Sathuk is the one who's going to be doing it. It's yeah, a surprise so round. Quick fire round. It's kind of like um, it's like just. We just ask short questions and whatever springs into mind, you can just answer as quickly as possible. So let's start. Uh, are you a sweet or a savory person? Both. You're, you're a foodie, so it makes sense. It makes yeah. Sense. Um, are you an early bird or a night owl? Night owl. Night owl. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite movie? Like what comes in mind? Something you've watched a lot? Oh, um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> um, are you a car person? If so, what's like your dream car? Any car is my dream car because I don't have one. But I like those pink cars. I think they're called like Dodge Challengers or something. But they can be different colors. I want a pink one. Or a pink <laughs> one. That would be cool roaming around in New yeah. York City with that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's the most addictive app on your phone right now? Uh, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's one of like your favorite... Music album, all time. Oh, Amy Winehouse. I love her so much. I love, cool. I love Amy Winehouse. It's oh. really cool. I think like that's the first time like an old album has been like stated when oh, we asked this question. Mm-hmm. Um, your proudest moment so far? My proudest moment so far was, oh, getting accepted into fashion school. That was cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, what's your spirit animal? Oh, a sloth. <laughs> Any reason particularly? They're so they. <laughs> um, they're so slow, and they just move slowly, and they're just content, and they're they seem happy and in sunshine, and yeah. Having, having <laughs> the best time of life. Yeah. Uh, three things you're grateful for. Oh my gosh, I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for literally everything. This podcast, 
the fact that you guys <laughs> asked me to be on this. I'm so grateful for that. Um, I'm grateful for, you know, my mobility and that I'm a healthy functioning person. And I'm grateful that I have so many opportunities and um, yeah, grateful for literally every single thing in my life. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome, yeah. And you said you're both sweet and savory person, but what's your favorite dessert? Oh my God, I love flan and I love churros with like a chocolate sauce. Mm. Oh, so good. Two things that I don't have very often that I wish I could have every day, but I do have chocolate every single day. Do you, do you like just, this, this isn't part of the question, but like, I'm just curious, like, do you like Indian cuisine? I do. I rarely have it though. When I was in London, I had a lot. I had it a lot. Yeah. And um, I, the last time I had Indian food was a couple months ago. I went on a date and this guy took me to this really good Indian place in New York. Um, I liked the food much better than I liked him, but <laughs> I'm a fan. That's awesome. You should try the Indian desserts. They're like, for some, it may be too sweet, but like, if you like sweet food, then it's actually really cool. Yeah, I haven't, I don't think I've ever tried, um, I don't think I've ever had dessert when I was out um, at an Indian restaurant, but I'll put that on my list. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. We'll do that. Thank you. All right. No worries. Uh, moving on to Aika. Go on, take the floor. Yeah, so um, that was the quick fire question done. Um, but now um, I think we need to know a bit more about who Renee is, right? That's why the podcast. Um, so we're going to move on to the longer questions and, you know, we're going to go into a deep and dive kind of situation right now. Um, but uh, Renee, so firstly, thank you for coming on the podcast. Um and it's great seeing you, you know, healthy and, you know, well, in this time. Um, to the listeners who don't know you, who are you? Like, how would you describe yourself? So I am a Midwest princess who moved to New York to chase my dreams. Um, and those dreams include acting, modeling and food and painting. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I think... I must say your paintings are absolutely like amazing. It's like, it's like going into a museum, that kind of paintings that you paint, and oh, especially yeah. the gold one, the gold foil one. Oh, that yeah. was really, that was really cool. Um, but yeah. yeah, you said you're a model, artist, foodie, um, lots of things. But what is the best thing that you would like to do? Like if you had to choose, what would you do? Okay. I would combine food and acting, which is basically what my TikTok is. Mm. And I love doing it so much. I get to combine acting and food. And my ultimate goal is um, to combine those on just to like the next level to have like my own show on Netflix that would combine, um, you know, comedy and food. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think on your TikTok, you also, um, there's like an intimate moment between you and the audience as well. Um, uh, as a podcast, you know, we do our research and stuff, and then we're uh, going through the comments, and they're like really positive, and people are like, "Oh, um, it makes them feel connected to you." It's like going on actual, like seeing you in person. Um, what made you do that? Was there anything that just popped in your head, or was just like, did you see someone do it? Yeah. So um, basically, I've been you know, working from home and mm -hmm. haven't, you know, I've been, I can't go out to restaurants and such. And 
usually I would FaceTime my sister and I would have lunch with my sister over FaceTime because she's in Chicago and I'm in New York. And one day she just wasn't, you know, she wasn't available to Mm -hmm. FaceTime. And I was like, I I missed that. I missed having that like intimate, just made me feel less lonely, Mm -hmm. which is kind of why I started doing it. And I was like, maybe maybe (laughs) it'll help someone else. (laughs) Someone else with me. Yeah, um, I think it really helps with other people. Like uh, if I was alone and I had no one around, I'm sorry for the voice crack. (laughs) But but yeah, and um, as we talked about, you do so many things from modeling, but anything, anything that I I can think of. Um, What was your first passion? What was your first love? Um, and what's the earliest memory of you doing it or remember doing that activity or something? So my first passion from like what I can remember was modeling. So in first grade, I went to summer school and I hate school. I hated it. (laughs) And uh, my grandma would pick me up from summer school and she had a disposable camera and she was like every day after school, I'll take one photo of you. Yeah. So you have to like get dressed up, do a fun pose, and you get one photo a day on her disposable camera. And it motivated me so much to get through school and you know to do a good job because I was just so excited to get my one photo a day. So that was my <laughs> memory. Well, do you like after that? Would you like do certain like uh, poses, like some crazy pose that you have ever done? oh yeah I did um like four years ago I went to LA for the first time the only time I've been there for a photo shoot and they had this big fur scarf and I had to jump wearing this fur scarf so it it turned out really cool but I just jumped in this like fur scarf a million times but we ended up getting a good shot and then this other time for a book cover, I was in a full-on football gear outfit. Wow. And that uniform is so hot and sweaty. I don't know how <laughs> people do it. Was it used? Was it used costume? Definitely. Definitely not new. Definitely. Oh, no. Gear <laughs> that I was doing this photo shoot in for a book cover. And it was so heavy. And I was so sweaty. But... That was fun. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, do you guys remember when we used to do PE? So I think PE is the same as America PE. Uh-huh. Okay. Physical education. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yes, we had those bibs. They haven't washed them in like six, oh, yeah, five, yeah. six years, oh. and it's just oh, uh, it's it just stinks especially, so bad. Especially if it has rained and like they just kept in a bucket. Oh yeah, like, damn. They don't dry or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I think gym class, right? That's what they call it. A gym class. If I say anything with the accent. Uh, but yeah, sorry. I, um, I have a question about um, the one photo a day thing. Do you do you still have those photos? And do you like, once in a while, just reminisce through, um, you know, Renee growing up? Can I know it? <laughs> yeah, I definitely do still have those photos. And uh, they're, they're at my home in Chicago. And I'm so grateful for them because it's just like, really fun times with my grandma and obviously I wasn't like it wasn't like just me in the photos I'd have like my grandma in them and it was really fun I'd wear her clothes it's such honestly that was like a really sweet thing I think of her to do and now we have those memories and she passed away so it's nice that I have like my whole summer with her um 
documented. But yeah, Pretty cute. great photos. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to add, like, you know how you said uh, you're a foodie and you're from Chicago, so do you prefer Chicago pie or New York pie? Yeah, this is, <laughs> I swear, this is my number one question I get asked. Yeah. And we have to so, ask it. <laughs> it's such a good question, though. It's so true. So Chicago pizza is a meal. Like, it is a meal. Fork and knife. <laughs> and New York pizza is a snack because you can walk with it. You cannot okay. walk with Chicago pizza. Like, it's too heavy. There's no way. It'll spill all over. But if you can walk and eat it, it's a snack. So I don't know, though. That's so hard. I have to do, like, a, a like I have to have both next to me and do, like, a real, a real mm. comparison. Do you, do you have like a favorite place right now that you just get your pizza from in New York? Yes. So there's this 99 cent spot. Oh, yeah. I've seen like videos. <laughs> yeah. of it. It's really they're cool. Everywhere. Oh, they're so good. It is my favorite. My favorite. I don't understand. My number one reason to leave a party. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's like nothing for 99 cent in the UK or any. Is there, I think you can get one chocolate bar. You can't even get water for it. Yeah, you can't get water for 99p. Yeah, not, not in Central, isn't it? Like, especially the areas you can get in New York. They could yeah. in the areas in London. Too expensive. I think if I was in New York, I would definitely be, like, so fat. <laughs> Honestly. Right right now, I've gained weight, but it will, I'll be, oh, it'll be too much. Especially in the lockdown, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Imagine lockdown, cheap food, you're ordering, boom. I like <laughs> um, so what would you say are your, like your top three uh, cuisines Mexican food is number one because I love tacos I love tacos I can eat tacos every day I almost do um, <laughs> yeah Mexican food is definitely number one and then mm, I guess pizza is a is Italian, um, but I feel like it's pretty Americanized. So I feel like Chicago deep dish pizza is its own like category. I don't know if that's <laughs> a type of cuisine, honestly. Um, but I guess in that way, Italian and then Thai food. Thai food. Ooh. I eat Thai food all day, every day, forever. Um, and ice cream. I don't know if that counts as a cuisine. <laughs> So it's a little interesting, uh, it's not really a fact, but a little interesting thing I've heard is um, apparently Italians find it very insulting when Americans call their pizza pizza. Uh, so I think authentic um, pizza, authentic Italian pizza is uh, not meant to have like toppings. It's just meant to be base and tomato, yeah. tomato sauce or like base and cheese. I'm not one of the two um, yeah. combinations. And uh, in in order for the pizzas to sell in America, the uh, Americans started putting stuff like pepperoni, salami, you know, all that toppings. Uh, so yeah, I guess you saying deep down, deep deep pan pizza and that kind of pizza is different category makes sense. Like. Yeah, I don't think they have deep dish pizza in Italy. Yeah. Like they do. It's, in I think Chicago. it's only Chicago <laughs> exclusive. Like you can't even get it here. Oh my gosh! You know you can ship. They ship deep dish Chicago pizza from Lumalnati's, which is the, I think the only place you should get deep dish pizza. I don't know if they ship it internationally, but you can ship deep dish pizza anywhere in America. 
think we're thinking of doing a American road trip to Route 66. Oh, that's so, so cool. Um, if it, if it, if it, nah, we'll just pop a message. Like, you know. Yeah, I'll meet you guys. <laughs> All right, cool. I'll meet you guys in Chicago. We'll get pizza. Oh, that'd yep. be so fun. <laughs> we can do that. Yes. <laughs> All right, so um, before we just end up spend the whole podcast talking about food, uh, let's talk. Let's <laughs> move on to one of your other passions, which is, of course, um, your artwork. Um, yeah. So. What kind of uh like what kind of genre of art would you say you uh special not specialize in but like delve into mostly? Hmm, that's a good question. I do mostly oil painting. Um, I don't really know how I would categorize my art. It's whatever is going on in my brain. I don't know what how I would. Mm, oh no. I'm blanking. I don't know how I would like what I would call it. I guess it's like kind of poppy. It's a little bit of like pop art. Um, it's definitely not surrealism. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it's an own unique style of painting. Expressionism. Yeah. I guess I'm still figuring that out. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think the most recent one you've posted is. Uh, I'm not hundred percent sure, but it's uh, Annika. You were showing it to me, right? It's like a self-portrait, maybe. No, it's not self. No, it's like it's like the candle one. Uh, oh, the candle one. Yeah, that one was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What What made you you know come up with that? So I was um, I'm a big fan of manifesting, and I was watching a lot of TikTok, and it's all about you know witchcraft and all the side of TikTok I was on. Okay. All about like manifesting and witches and like you know getting what you want out of life and it always comes back and centers around a candle and I really liked this idea of this girl who's just manifesting so hard for what she wants which I feel like is what I do and I guess it was just a reflection of how I was feeling at the time it was just like I want so many things and I manifest I try to, you know, manifest every day. And um, she was just like, at the end of the day, she's just like naked with a melting candle <laughs> on her hand. I was just, I had the vision in my ha- in my head. So I just had to get it out. Yeah, it's a cool message. Because I think nowadays everyone is manifesting, uh, which is really cool. So I think most of our guests, which we talk to, has told us, advised us about you know manifestation and like how it helps people actually go towards the goal. Yeah, which is really cool. Um, so, like you said, um, a lot of your inspiration does come from how you're feeling, and how you're feeling on that day. Is there any what else were you taking inspiration from? Um, I take a lot of my inspiration from Frida Kahlo. She's my absolute favorite artist. I don't know if you've seen the movie Frida, but it's so good. I really suggest yeah. it. The one with Salma Salma Hayek, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, she's my favorite actress too. Oh, oh, I love her, and I love Frida. But Frida has a lot of really good quotes too that I like. Um, that I try to you know live by. Um, so she's really great. That's probably where my my main inspiration comes from is Frida. Like she says. Um, nothing is worth more than laughter. It is strength to laugh and abandon oneself to be light. And I love that. I, I agree with that a lot. 
And at the end of the day, we can endure much more than we think we can. Another thing that I think is true. <laughs> so Definitely. these are great. Yes. <laughs> so um, for what would what would the American equivalent be from for me to say secondary school? High school. Well, is is it high school? What's after primary? What's before? Yeah. What's before high school? Grade school. Middle school. Middle, middle, middle school. school. I guess yeah. Middle school. Yeah. For middle school, I did arts. And uh, one of my, uh, so for artists, like research on a certain artist and take inspiration from their work. And one of them was Frida Kahlo. Um, I had to lead up on her whole backstory, which was uh, pretty tragic from wives. Oh, yeah. So tragic. Uh, but she overcame the adversities and uh, uh, she managed mm-hmm. to create all these wonderful paintings. Uh, yeah. as a little backstory about Frida Kahlo. Yeah, she definitely she turns pain into beauty, and that's why I'm I'm such a fan of hers. Um, so how many pieces of artwork have you would you say you've done so far? Um, probably over two hundred. Oh, probably um, this may be a tough question, but which one would you say is like the most meaningful, like the most best piece of artwork to you? Probably the Frida one. Well, it's, I painted Salma Hayek as Frida from the movie. Mm. And I loved, that was a commissioned piece. So um, someone had sent me like multiple images as inspiration for it. And it wanted to be around Frida. And it was so great and important to me because I just got to dive into Frida's life. And I was reading her quotes every day. I was watching the movie again. And that was just a really like joyful experience how long did it yeah. take you on like or how long does it take you on average to paint the, these kind of pieces um it depends if it's a commission piece it takes me you know a long time because i get so nitpicky and nervous that the person's not going to like it so i go really hard on it but if it's something that's like that manifesting piece with the candle i usually like bust those out in a day like if it's in my head and i need to like really release that image and that idea and that feeling, then I will usually paint it within a day or two. Mm-hmm. But if it's a commission piece, I am so worried that the person is not going to like it and I want it to be perfect that I will, it'll take me weeks. Uh, uh, um, so if I wanted you to paint something, how would I you know, get in touch with you? So on my Etsy, I have a commissioned um portion so you go to my etsy slash peach mango juice and then there's a commission portion and then you can tell me you know what you want the size you want everything and i just ask that you include like inspiration photos uh so i can get like a you know a good idea of of what it is you want Mm -hmm. okay i think this might be i don't know okay what's the most expensive artwork you've done is are you allowed to say that Sure, the most like the most I've charged or what I've yeah. spent the most money on creating. Um, charged. Charged. Um, hmm. I think eight hundred dollars. Wow. For I think I sold that. I sold the candle piece. Okay. For eight hundred dollars. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. You said peach mango juice, right? Yes. Um, so what's the backstory behind that? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I drink a lot of juice 
And that's where that comes from. No, orange peach mango juice by Dole is my absolute favorite juice. And you know, when you move to a new city and you like, no one knows who you are. Like you have no friends in this new city and you feel really free and you feel almost like you're, you've disappeared, mm-hmm. like you're invisible. Mm-hmm. That's a, I really like that feeling. And it's a really rare feeling because you know, it's going to disappear once you go to school, you make friends and whatnot. But I wanted to hold on to that feeling a little bit longer. And I had changed my Instagram handle from my name, Renee Monaco, to peach mango juice while I was drinking juice. Um, because I was like, this will hold on to, you know, that kind of mystery and, you know, invisibility that feels so good when you move to a new city, but then I just never changed it back. (laughs) I think, yeah, yeah, I think now people know you as peach manga juice. Yeah, which is great. I love that. I love that. So many (laughs) of my friends, just so many people just call me peach now, which I love. I think it's so cute. I can just imagine you're walking you're crossing the New York uh, Street someone's like peach mango juice (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting for that to happen (laughs) (laughs) soon it will happen (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, so you said you recently completed um, acting school right yeah I did a year of acting school at HB studio congratulations on that how how was the uh, whole experience so it was I had signed up for my first class in March of, you know, 2020, LOL. And they were like, never mind. We're going to do this on Zoom. And I was like, no, I'll just wait until the next, you know, I'll wait a month and I'll go back to in-person classes. And my mom was like, no, just do it like and she was probably so over me at this point just being home all day and she was like please occupy yourself so I did it obviously things did not go back to normal and it's been a year of taking acting classes over zoom and I actually really really enjoyed it um what is what does that involve like acting classes what what would you have to do on a like a typical acting class day So we would have partners and we would have scenes that we would have to learn. So first we would do like an improv based off of the scene. And then it was a lot of scene studying and understanding the script and really diving into that and who the characters were and how you infuse yourself with those characters. Um, And it was really fun. It was a great way to like make friends as well during this time, you know, FaceTiming classmates and practicing. It was a good way to stay social. Yeah. Um, so I've been told you featured in a Asian hip hop song recently. Um, how how did that happen? Okay, so I am on. Um, how did that happen? Hold on. <laughs> okay, so that was last year. I think I saw a casting call for it, and I had submitted for it, and I got a call on like a sun like Sunday night at like one in the morning from someone in LA being like, okay, um, like we're going to cast you for this. Just, but they didn't tell me like anything else about it. Um, I didn't know who the artist was. They were like, you just need to go to Harlem in the morning, um, at this diner. And I was like, okay, this is so weird. Like, I don't know anything that's going on, but I got there and it was for the prophecy and they were so nice. They were absolutely so nice. 
and um, it was the best experience. And we shot all of it in a day. Well, it was from like, I don't know, 8 a.m. until like maybe one in the morning. And it was just so much fun. Everyone was so nice. I couldn't believe it. And I didn't realize how big of an artist he was until the music video came out. Yeah. Because it has millions of views, like 5 million views on YouTube or something now. And it's I was crazy. like, whoa. Yeah. 5 million people have seen you. Yeah. That's like, how, I don't know how many stadiums that would be. I've... That'd be like uh, like 50 Wembley stadiums. Half, half of London. <laughs> half of London have seen you. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Dude, could <laughs> someone provide me with like a bit of background information on what this video is about? Because I myself haven't seen it. I think Renee plays a cafe girl, right? Yeah, I'm working at a diner and, you know, my boss is rude and I just I have enough of it. I throw <laughs> my apron in his face, actually. <laughs> it was very fun. Wow. He was so nice to the guy who played that. And I was. <laughs> Were <laughs> you like. <laughs> did you like apologize every time you threw an apron at him? <laughs> yeah, like... I was like trying not to laugh. I was like, sorry. <laughs> You're so nice. Do you, do you keep in touch with anyone like after, like, you know, you've had like a like a job, like, let's say that, that acting job or another modeling job or anything? Yeah, I mean, I try to make sure I follow everyone on Instagram just in case, like, there's any chance to work together in the future. Because a lot of times people are like, oh, do you know a makeup artist or anything? And then I can, you know, share them their work. Um, but, yeah, I definitely try to. Definitely try to. It's, it's good like, to have, yeah, Karen. Uh, Karen, no, no, you Karen, Karen. No, it's good to have, like, contacts, even with our podcast. Um, it's... It's so amazing that people who come on and we just stay in touch and we like yeah. to like, you know, talk to them, um, give, give each other advice and like um, if there's any, you know, if they know someone, uh, you know, they can come on the podcast. I mean, you know, yeah. it's a fun time. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, so my question is, um, so like we said, you're a model and like even an artist and also you, you're, you want to be an actor as well. But people usually only see the finished product of things. Like they don't see the the hard work that goes behind, like, um, you know, in your modeling, taking pictures or even making your artwork. So how hard is it actually when you're, you know, modeling? Like how many takes you have to do and things like that? Oh, um, I think the hardest part about modeling isn't necessarily how many, like, shots or takes we have to do, even though those can be, like, really, really long days. I think the hardest part is the rejection that comes with modeling. Um, it's 99.9% rejection. So you have to get really comfortable being rejected. Um, so I think that would be the hardest part. But yeah, but it takes like, mm, some shoots are really, really long and some get done really fast. But I mean, being on set is so much fun and you get to meet so many cool people and work with so many different talented people and I think that's the best part about photo shoots and filming anything is that it involves so many talented people to get that one shot and it's such a fun collaborative effort and you meet the coolest people and I think when you're modeling or acting or anything my best advice is to just be nice on set every day be nice it makes life so much better and it, I think the 
the work comes out so much better when you're nice. You can just tell that like the whole spirit of the of the shoot was really positive, and you can feel that through the photo. I think. Um, do you take pictures um, by yourself, or do you just um, exclusively do like uh, like third party modeling companies? Yeah, so I'm signed to two modeling agencies, so I get casting calls through them for you know like print photo shoots, but things like for the privacy, I will like self submit for those through other websites. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I definitely take photos of myself <laughs> <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> Would you say they're any good compared to the ones that are taken professionally? Um, I like to think that I'm getting better and better every day. Um, I don't have the setup that the big professional shoots I do. Um, but maybe one day, maybe one day I'll get there. But I think my photos are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Uh, I think we can see. Yeah. Do you take them with like a camera or just like your phone? Um, I take them with. Some of them I, I take with a camera when it's like usually me and a painting that's not a obvious selfie. Um, I've taken those with a camera and I'm always like, those, those look, that's a pretty good picture, I have to say. I wish it was professional. I wish I was like a really talented photographer, but maybe one day. Have you ever been like, you take a picture and you're like, oh, damn. Have you been <laughs> like that? Where, where? No, <laughs> oh. <laughs> not yet. I feel like usually when I take photos, I'm like, oh, okay, we can, let me see what I can do with this. Okay. I can work it out. <laughs> Except actually that happened with one photo that I posted on Instagram. It had a match. It was like, had a fire. Mm-hmm. And I was like shocked that I was able to get the, the fire. <laughs> I was like, oh, the fire looks good. I look yeah. okay. The match looks cool. <laughs> And like we, we saw on your TikTok that you also make school, I mean, shoes. Is that for your fashion school? Oh, yeah. So I went to fashion school. I went to FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology in New York, and I went for accessories design. And that's where I learned to make shoes. And I can hand make shoes, fun fact. And I worked as a shoe designer for a couple of years in New York. Mm. So um, I think we have, um, yeah, Austria have some little experience in the fashion world i would say <laughs> um, yeah we used to sell i think t-shirts and hoodies i think i have one i'll show you after the podcast oh cool yeah um but yeah that came to an end pretty quick as fast as <laughs> it, oh, it started shut down <laughs> yeah yeah hard fashion stuff <laughs> i was just gonna say do you do you still like make it is it still your hobby to do it or not anymore it's definitely still my hobby. I have some shoes that I'll show you after the podcast too, but um, unfortunately the shoe studio that I used to go to shut down during because of COVID. So uh-huh. I haven't been able to, but I'm hoping that they will reopen. And yeah, I love making shoes. It, it feels so good. It's so fun. Do you, do you wear them as well? Like the ones you yeah. make? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. You know, it would be cool <laughs> if we had Renee handmade shoes for, for us. Mm-hmm. That would yeah. be so cool. um i just have a question based on you know the covid thing um so you're um currently in which state sorry um which state new york York. oh new york's Mm -hmm. a state oh that was a city yeah yeah. oh oh okay 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 um so how how would you say the um i don't know who can the 
the local authority? How would you say they, they're handling the whole COVID situation there? Oh, how did... Oh, yeah. You know... <laughs> <laughs> right now, I think they're trying to get a lot of people vaccinated in New York. Um, and I've heard that a lot of people are getting vaccinated, which is great. I'm not one of those people. But... Um, they did just open restaurants inside um, over Valentine's Day, which I thought was really important because we did not have indoor dining during the winter here, which was pretty brutal because it's like, I wanted to support, you know, restaurants and it's just, it was so cold. It was brutal to sit outside, but I did it. Uh, um, but yeah, I, mm, yeah, it's really tough. I can imagine like fork and knives just like shaking in the hand. They're just like shivering when it's so yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Isn't um, New York quite notorious for having like snowstorms during the winter as well? Yeah, we had a lot of snowstorms. Yeah. We definitely did, which was so much fun. But yeah, I hope the restaurants and everyone like a lot of restaurants have unfortunately and businesses have shut down due to COVID and like a lot of the restrictions and, you know, I feel awful about that. So mm. trying to support and go out to eat, another reason to go out to eat, I'll take it, um, <laughs> and support the restaurant so they can I think I think we as a group had a little special moment, we know, back oh, when. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> so, we, yeah, Prashant uh, told the story. Okay, so during, um, so we've had three of, well, three official lockdowns so far in the UK. Um, so mm-hmm. one was last year at the very start when COVID was uh, becoming quite a bit of a problem. Um, and then straight after that one ended, right? Yeah, so yeah. that one ended. Um, the government was inc- obviously encouraging um, the people Going out. people to like go out and uh, support the local community. So they offered uh, half prices on like most restaurants. So what would, what would happen was we pay half and the government would cover the other half, so uh, more people would. That's nice. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so it was on okay, Mondays, yeah. Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, right? Yeah. It's three days a week. Three days a yeah. week. That would happen. Um, oh my god! I would be there. I would be out there three days a week. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is so nice. So, um, obviously, us being you know quite um, bigger men, we we took full advantage <laughs> of this whole fifty uh, percent off thing. <laughs> And we've officially had like, uh, like what what would you what would you title that night, that evening? It was a, it was a, so it was, it was a, meant to be a Japanese day. So a Japanese day was like, you know, go to a Japanese restaurant, go to a Japanese mm-hmm. cafe, but um, so we had a plan. We had a like proper schedule of like the times <laughs> and places. So we went to a Japanese cafe, and it was really nice. It was we had pastries, which was like beautifully decorated. Um, it was really nice in taste, rich. Um, I think Prashant found that place, yeah. so uh, props to Prashant. What cafe in Ealing, if anyone wants to go, we're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the, the cakes were the like, most of the richest cakes I ever had. It's like, you know, when you take one bite and you're like, okay, I've had enough. But then, <laughs> but then since uh, it was 50% off, uh, we ordered like eight cakes, eight sli- cake slices. One of, one of each kind, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we were one like... Well, we went up the counter like, yeah, so we'll have one of every. Uh, since oh like, my God. It's like 50% off. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was the first part. Yeah. And then, 
And then the plan was to have a little walk and then, you know, go to another place. But mm-hmm. then we walked, I would say, 10, 20 steps. And Prashant's <laughs> like, whoa, guys, there's five guys. <laughs> Get some fries. So we got two large fries oh, from I five guys. five guys. And, and it was so filling. Mm-hmm. It was... And then after that, we're like... We uh, took a we long can't... walk, is it? We took yeah. like a five-mile walk or something. We're like, we yeah. need to digest. That's really long. Yeah. yeah. So we did that. We went to a park and we're like, all right, lads, it's 50% off. We can't. This will never come in our lives. <laughs> so we went to an Italian place. Ooh, okay. Yeah. We had some bruschetta um, mm. and another kind of... Starter and the famous, of course, the British pint. We had to have a pint as well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we had that, and then Prashant was like, Guys, guys, so we're moving away. It's Japanese day. So we went to, uh, was it what was it? Was- wasabi. wasabi, yeah, I'm yeah, not sure so they have Oh, I love wasabi. No, when I was in London, I was obsessed with it, and then they just oh, they had opened it in New York, and I like freaked out. I go there all the time, it's so good, <laughs> yeah. So we had wasabi that day. Oh and my then, god, sounds like a great day. And then after that, things got pretty wild after that. <laughs> um, so usually when me, Sartha, Prashant and one other friend goes, we go together. Um, we don't know when the night ends. So it's just, you know, just a blank. When um, when my parents <laughs> ask me what time I'm going home, I I don't give exact time. I give like a rough estimation. I'm like, uh, yeah, so when are you getting home? Maybe tomorrow? <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. I didn't use that. And then uh, we went uh, to a superstore, and we're like, guys, you know, it's a nice day out. It's summer. You know, we need to cool off. Let's get some alcohol. Um, After that, Mm -hmm. um, don't know what happened. We got limoncello. We went went to another pub as well before that, didn't we? Oh yeah, we ended at the pub. And then there was like shot after shot after shot, and then we went to the superstore. (laughs) What I think a bottle of uh, was it Malibu? Malibu and a bottle of limoncello. Yeah. And after that, it was just all haywire. <laughs> I don't know what happened next. It was fun. That sounds like such a good day. It, yeah, you should come. I think like one day and um, based on what I've, based on the research I've done, you would have probably freaked out that month when the whole fifty percent thing was going on. Oh my god! There's I would every day. Every day yeah. I'm doing what you what you guys did. That sounds great. Five guys, wasabi, limoncello. Oh my god. And Japanese pastries. Yeah. Sounds like a great <laughs> day. Oh my gosh. Oh, I just thought of another cuisine that you had asked me earlier. That is fine. <laughs> French food. Ooh. So yep. you said you're French. So is it like your grandparents were from France or is did you move from Canada because the Canadians have like you know they speak French as well so which which way are you connected so my grandma grew up in France and she lived in France um, my mom lived there for a little bit too and we still have a lot of family in France um, but my mom did my mom and grandma did live in Canada for a very short amount of time very unrelated though to being French just happened to live there for a little bit but um yeah so in paris they my grandma worked and grew up have you have you been there yes i have been there i haven't been there in so long i feel like the last the last time i was in paris um was probably like five years ago or more than that maybe like six years ago 
But yeah, I absolutely love France. I'm so grateful, so lucky I've ever been able to go there in the first place. So, yeah. Do you, do you prefer the city or like the, the beaches and like sort of the countryside? I prefer everything. Anything outside of America um, <laughs> sounds great right now. Anything outside of New York sounds amazing right now or outside of my apartment. But I feel like when it comes to draft to traveling like I'm so excited and so grateful to travel that I just thoroughly enjoy it like I don't think I've ever traveled somewhere and been like eh, this is okay I'm usually so stoked to be there that I have a great time so um I don't think I've been to the beaches of France but I know if I went there I would enjoy every second of it sounds so great um I have a, sorry, I have a quick question uh what does the French cuisine consist of Okay, so this is like so basic, but like French onion soup, I could live off of that. So good. And a lot of like mussels. Um, I love mussels. Those are really bomb. And the butter, like bread and butter. And like bread and butter, I think is the base. <laughs> I got right? Baguette and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up? I, oh my God. There's a restaurant and there's a French restaurant in New York. It's called the Boucherie. And I'm... Um, so bad at saying things so I probably butchered that but um they have the I'm convinced best butter in New York like if wow. you best butter for bread Bold statement. It's, Bold it's statement. In this restaurant it's so good um and of course snails escargot um yeah whenever I think of like fried French snails it just reminds me of Mr. Bean's episode if you've watched <laughs> yeah like this is hilarious it's been so long <laughs> but, but yeah being such a foodie like you're you're really in shape so is it just really good metabolism or do you work out as well uh, I definitely go on walks every day I walk every day um because I enjoy it and I don't have a car and it's also good good exercise but um usually when I go out to eat I just like stretch my meals so if I get takeout takeaway then um <laughs> I'll usually turn that into two meals, um, you know, dinner tonight and dinner tomorrow, which is good for my wallet <laughs> and my uh, metabolism, my shape. So, yeah, I feel like it's like from what I've learned, like my mom did. She's going to kill me for saying this. <laughs> my mom did Weight Watchers when I was younger. And I learned from that. I learned like it's all about you can have what you want. It's just portion control. Um, and balance. So that's, that's what I do. I'm, I'm not a good advocate for working out because I'm really inconsistent with it. Like I'll, I'll have a gym membership and I won't go for like months, but I'm paying for it, which is not good. And I'm working on that. But long walks is all I can say is the key. Long walks. Like, yeah, I agree with that. Like, I've seen those Weight Watcher meals. Like, it's literally the same thing as normal meals, but they're just very slim and very tiny. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it, it's basically calorie control, isn't it? Whatever you eat, just add it up, and then you can eat whatever you want. Yeah, eat what you want. Just, like, you know, smaller portions, I guess. That works. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, you know, would you, I know, like, many people we've we've had on the podcast, like, hate this word, but, like, would you consider yourself as an influencer now that with the following you have? Um, You know, 
I don't hate the word influencer. I would love to be an influencer. Um, <laughs> um, but I guess so. I guess I think I would be a micro influencer, I think technically. But yeah, I mean, if I can influence people to like eat good food and enjoy it, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> 362,000 on TikTok, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's like almost the size of a state, isn't it? Yeah, that's wild, honestly. I can't believe it. I'm so grateful for like every single person who's followed me or liked a video, watched it or commented. I'm, I feel so lucky. Yeah. And like, do, does it ever get tiring or do you still see it as a fun hobby? Like you said, what inspired you was when you missed a FaceTime call with your sister. So like, do you still see it as like a fun little thing to do or is it now kind of becoming more of a kind of like a task? Like a job. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like to think of it as a job because then it gets like sad. And I feel like with, um, it's the same thing with like painting. It's like painting is something I love to do and it's really fun. I enjoy it so much. But once I think of it as like a, as like a something purely to make money off of, then it just takes all the fun out of it. And I, I do the same thing with TikTok. I just have fun. If someone, you know, wants to pay to promote me, pay me to like promote something great amazing and if someone wants to buy a painting great amazing but at the end of the day like I'm just creating for myself and for fun and you know for other people to enjoy keeping the spirit alive yep yeah yeah and like you know we we talked about all the great food that you've had but have you ever had like any bad food yes oh my gosh yes one one bad taco that just like ruined my week um so I wanted birria tacos have have you heard of those yeah yeah I feel like uh, they, were, they were all over tiktok for a long time do you have you are they in london have you been able to have nah, them we don't have great mexican spots in we, london we, we just I got like taco bell like two years ago and now no they're way! yeah oh my God. and they just like started branching out so which is good um, in terms of like those authentic Mexican restaurants you get there, like Los Bravos and things like that, um, you don't have anything good, like something trustable, oh, baby. Wow. Yeah. Well, on your on your Route 66 trip, you have to go to California and get some tacos, some really good Mexican food. Chicago has really good Mexican food too. New York is okay. <laughs> it's it's not as good as Chicago and California. I guess. It makes sense. It's like completely opposite to Mexico. Like, yeah. yeah. And I had these, I really wanted birria tacos and I couldn't really find anything near me. And I went to this vegan place and I love vegan food. Like I eat vegan food a lot, but I got vegan birria tacos and it was made with banana blossoms. And they were just terrible. They were just so bad. Like I just, I don't know what a banana blossom is complete still. But I know I don't like it. That was that was a bad taco. That was the only bad taco I've ever had. But it was terrible. You know, like when you went to Scotland, did you ever try haggis being a foodie? Do you know what haggis no, is? I don't know what it is. So I'm it's like I don't know. It's like Scotland's like national food. Don't worry, we haven't tried it as well and we've been there. Okay. Well. <laughs> um so it's like I think pork belly filled with like like mince meat and stuff like that it it doesn't look like the prettiest it's, thing um, but it's a sheep's summer. intestine filled with like minced okay. meat and like um yeah. different like 
lentils and pulse maybe i think yeah. and then it's um it's sewed up into the sheep's um stomach, stomach. and then it's boiled yeah so wow i have not <laughs> tried that Whoa. Some people love it. It's, it's like a marmite kind of thing. It's a, or a Vegemite kind of thing, yeah. It's a very mixed. Oh, Vegemite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Vegemite. You either like it or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, have you been to Mexico to try out the like the authentic tacos? Yes, I love Mexico. Mexico is one of my favorite places. I love the food. I love everything about... Oh, my gosh. I love... I'm. I usually... I'm so, so lucky grateful privileged blessed in every way and I used to go to Mexico like once a year I have some family that retired and moved down to Mexico so we would go and visit them and it was like my favorite thing of all and this was the one year in like a long time that I haven't been able to go to Mexico and it's just like (laughs) terrible I just I eat so many tamales when I'm there and it's just amazing. It's incredible. I love Mexican food so much. I think one of the wonders of the world is there, isn't it? Um, Chichen Itza. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Like the stairs, like it's like a sundial kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There? Is I that or is it in Peru? No, I think that's uh, Machu Picchu. That's the one in Peru. But yeah, it's I know like, what you're um, about. Yeah. There's like four stairs that go up to the top. And like when the sun comes, you can take like a really nice picture of. It, it, yeah, it's one of the wonders of the world, I think. Yeah. Another quick question: Like, since you live in New York and but you're from Chicago, do you want to continue living in New York, or do you plan on moving back at some point? Um, I'm not totally sure. I think I want. I'm definitely going to stay in New York for another year. See where the opportunities take me. Um, I love New York as a base, and I would like to travel more. Um, you know, I'd love to go back to London. I really want to travel. I'd love to host you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So I think I'm more focused on not necessarily moving to another place, but traveling more. I would love to have a traveling food show. That is like the goal. That is what I want to do. I travel and eat. I think like your your personality reminds me, have you heard of the chef show by John Favreau on Netflix? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. It's it's like he's you know how like he's very funny and like he's just he's cooking and he's like you know mm-hmm. has guests over but I can see you doing yeah, that. Oh, too. I have seen that. I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that like, is what the really traveling version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we always ask this with um, every guest. Like, um, what would you like? What advice would you give to someone in the same position as you, uh, a Midwest princess trying to trying to do what you're doing? <laughs> Um, I think that if you are failing, embarrassing yourself, and getting rejected, then you are on the right path, because that means you're trying, and um, my mom always says, just when you think you're trying, try harder, so, um, you know, every rejection, failure, and embarrassing moment is one step closer to something good. So yeah, that's my advice. And I think like when it comes to, you know, there's obviously when you put yourself out there, you're open to a lot of like criticism and mean comments and things like that. Um, I think it's important to just, you know, remember that 
you know, remember who you are and don't let those things like kind of change you. And you have to really be confident in yourself because if you're not confident in yourself and you see those mean comments, you, you'll start to believe them. So just, you know, try to just stay true to yourself and continue to fail and embarrass yourself and get rejected and it will all work out. Just keep moving forward. Yeah. That is beautifully said. That, that can be applied <laughs> to everything, isn't it? So it's a, yeah. it's, a great place, it's a great place to end the podcast. Anika, any question that you always ask? Um, yeah, I would, I would like to ask the viewers, um, what city would you like to move to since, Renee, you know, the anonymity? I'll say that word. The un- anomaly. Anonymous. No, when you're when you're. Oh, anonymously. When yes. when you can basically feel like you're not known. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Feeling, yeah. Anonymous. Yeah yeah. Yeah. So what's um, your what city would you like to move to? That's my question to the viewers. Um yeah, but thank you, Renee. It's been such a pleasure pleasure to host you and you know to hear your exciting story of you know how you became who you are right now um does anyone have any other questions nope i'm good no all right we'll see you guys next week and remember use asp 2021 for 20 percent off at codex anatomy we actually think you would like the artwork too we'll send you a link renee yeah i would love to see it yeah all right thank you very much for listening